We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello, hello, hello. Hello there. Hi. And welcome to the Little Squadron Radio. My name is Keith Dave. This is Jan. And I am Ed. And later we will have Stefan, even. Yeah, hopefully. If he, I mean, I would say normally if he's not too drunk, but eh, he can be like hammered. Absolutely. I mean, we we know he's somewhat drunk when he arrives, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's fine. (sighs) Yeah, how are you guys? How are you? Very well, thank you. And we have yep. we have a lot of people already in the chat. Like we have, there's Nobby and Simon, <laughs> Karate Soldier, Tinarif, Twitchy Five by Five, Altov. Very well. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. If only we had a good episode coming up. But uh, I mean, <laughs> let's see what what we can make of it. Yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of like actual content. I mean. Everybody knows we can talk for hours about nothing, but <laughs> right? that's not Second. actually content. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be about something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean we have we do have content. We yeah. do have content. But how are you guys? Have you been playing anything lately? I mean, Ayat, you have been sick, right? Yeah. But no I COVID? Think... No COVID. I'm still the universe still doesn't want me. But you did I'm take without. an anti but you only took an antigen test test, not a PCR, right? Uh, yeah, I took a home test and then uh antigen test, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They don't work. So uh I doubt it was COVID. I was I was pretty, you know, out of it one day, but that's pretty much it. Maybe you're the last one. Maybe maybe he just can't get COVID. I mean, maybe he got some sort of coronavirus before. Yeah, I, I'm starting to think that's the case because everybody around me has had COVID. Oh, yeah, you, I think. Have you had it in the house yet? No, which is also weird. I mean, all of my neighbors. The school has been running rampant with COVID. Uh, people from work had it. People, people from my wife's work has had it. Mm-hmm. All of my wife's family. I mean, it's just. Yeah, I mean, it. more more people in Iceland tested COVID yesterday than did all of the first year of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So why not me? <laughs> It doesn't want you. It, Nobody yeah. wants you. Nobody wants me. Oh well. But but apparently some people get moist playing against you. You know that. Yeah. 
that's been, that, that's been known to happen. <laughs> that has happened. I mean, there's a reason why someone is called Moister, right? Uh, I don't know if that's the reason, but I'm pretty no, sure just... it happened during the same weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and I and I think he actually uh, during our game that weekend, I think there was a moment there where he just said, "Fuck it, I'll just be known as Moisture from now on." Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't oh, know. it's too perfect. Yeah. Ah, uh, so um, should we? I'll talk about content. Yeah, let, but let's do news. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's the seventeenth, <laughs> so in eight days we get a new wave. Maybe part of one. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's a big maybe, right? I mean, some of it already released and and then got pulled back and then. Maybe we'll release again, and I don't know. Wait, there was well, a ping point. Yeah, apparently there are two to four weeks delay on the new stuff here in Iceland. Maybe two to four weeks. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, sadly. Oh God, this is a good drink. Are you kidding me? Okay, but now that Stebby's here, I'm going to change the whole agenda. Oh, yeah. Mix it up again. Whoop. So, uh, Stebby, are you uh, you ready to go, right? I'm going to... You're the one running the, the, the show, right? You're, you're, you have the, the, the podcast. Uh, you know, you're the one who is running the OPS. Yes. Uh, Yes, I and I have I, I have your stuff ready. You you have the file ready. I do. Okay. We have yeah. You have a PowerPoint. Yeah, I have a PowerPoint. Well, um, yeah. You're okay. So grown up. Well, okay. <laughs> let's let's talk about it. I mean, uh, last episode, uh, Ayet gave. I threw down a gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. Ayet gave step a Thule challenge. Obviously, we tried to have Thule challenges every now and then, but Ayet. Eight had a challenge for Steppy. Eight, you want to talk about what the challenge was? Yeah, um, Stefan had to do a little segment where he would shine a positive light onto the upcoming changes of X-Wing that AMG, AMG is implementing. Yeah, and, and I mean, people who have been listening and know Steppy know that, that this might be one of the hardest things he have ever done. Yeah, being positive about those changes is not my forte. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wa- I wanted to I wanted to uh challenge Geestly, but he was had the challenge before that, so I had to pick the second. second I mean my second best, <laughs> second guinea uh, pig. And also it it would have been yeah. easier for me to talk about the points in a positive way. I mean, I mean, I've I've talked about some of the points in positive way at least. Okay. <laughs> so I think yeah. Step is the perfect patient for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I I've been I've been much more negative than Gisle, and Gisle has been really negative. So yeah, I was well, a per- I was a perfect victim. We have both been very negative, but uh, I have been maybe 
a little less. <laughs> You've been know. more more positive. Let's just put it that uh, way. More balanced, but I think Gisli has said more negative things. But that's just because Gisli talks more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, true, yeah. True. I, I, I've mainly kept my negative things to like the the sort of the 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 outside of the podcast discussions that we've had. That's where I've really let the rip slash shine <laughs> with my opinions of what these changes are. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'm. I have my my PDF. No, no. Sorry, not PDF. PowerPoint ready to go. Okay. Sorry, I just. But I you, just. You, trying... you need to make a sound or something when I need to change it. So I'm bringing. Okay. Up, I'm bringing up the front page now. It All has right. to be an R two D two sound. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll do. I'll do the. And and, and, so... and and also remember that we are also an audio. Uh, podcast. Yes, so. yes. Yeah. I, I, I will talk about every single one of those points audibly, so that uh, and, when and it gets also maybe you 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 could remind me. Uh, hmm. The the PowerPoint is uh, online, right? I can, yeah, I can link uh, it in the show notes. Uh, I don't know where it is online, but we can put it online somewhere. But certainly, you know, I've I've shared it with you guys, and if you can put it online, then. You know. Okay. 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 Uh, sounds like a job for our editor. Yeah. I I don't I don't I don't think this PowerPoint <laughs> deserves to be permanently <laughs> available to the public. <laughs> I, I think I think we are taking away a unique experience for our Twitch viewers here that they yes. get to see it and yeah. Yeah, I de I definitely think so. Well, uh, should we get started? Absolutely. Okay, so how, you're just gonna do the presentation and we shut up, or? Uh, yeah, well, if if you really want to interject, then you know, I I I have I have some teaching experience uh, where I use powerpoints to sort of put, let's say, historical lessons across. And you know, if people have questions or points that they want to make, I encourage them usually to do that. So if you want to interject, then then please do. We can, you know, you know, Let you don't have risk. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to you don't have to stay completely silent. No, I will be all right. we all remember the rules like uh, <laughs> I mean the rules of the challenge was that it had to be positive and no sarcasm <laughs> or irony was allowed. Yeah, well uh, <laughs> as as I may have mentioned before in our sort of show preparation, I may have failed the challenge in that respect, but I will do my you, best. You will try. Okay. I will try to to be to be um yeah, extremely uh, positive. Extremely positive. Okay? Okay. Go. Well, uh, welcome to my TED talk about the future of X-Wing. X-Wing 2.0 and uh, 2 no no sorry, not 2.0, 2.5 baby. Sure where... <laughs> I've already went off script <laughs> where we are returning to those roots baby. And please switch to the next one. Now all TED talks start with a fancy quote of the internet. So I chose my favorite one by Abraham Lincoln. Never trust the source of the internet. So uh, let's go to the next one immediately. Why <laughs> 2.5? Well, for for starters, Wait, Jan, are are you <laughs> are you doing the the the, the, the PowerPoint? I can't I, yeah, I am doing the PowerPoint. I I just forgot to R two D two the last change. Why do we need 2.5? Well, for one, uh. As we all know, uh, X-Wing used to be developed by a company called Fantasy Flight Games. 
still is called Fantasy Flight Games. It got moved to a different company called Atomic Mass Games, so FFG or AMG. Now, AMG is not FFG, and it's only natural that they, as a company, show that in action that they do care about X-Wing. Wait, Steppe, one question. Yes. I thought AMG standed for always murdering games. Well, uh, is that not true? as you may have noticed, I left a lot of space on the right side of this uh, PowerPoint uh, for, a f- <clears throat> for a meme of the Grim Reaper murdering games, uh, but I couldn't find the photo again, so we're <laughs> stuck with just, you know, this uh, format. But yeah, always murdering games. Uh, I'm not going to comment. I'm I, I'm legally bound to be positive and not sarcastic about the changes that are upcoming. So I'm not going to mention that uh, Armada is in a state of uh, <clears throat> uh, non-viability. <laughs> okay, well, let's go to the next point. But basically, AMG, <laughs> I'm just mostly guessing, says Nobby on the chat. AMG is not FFG and they deserve to show that they have original ideas uh, to put to X-Wing. And that's also important because longevity of the game demands changes. They are thinking about X-Wing, what it will look like in 10 years' time. Of course, in 10 years' time, X-Wing will be a 20-year-old game, and you know, not many miniatures games are 20 years old. But, you know, uh, you know from, from a certain point of view... Uh, you can't just stay same old, same old. You need to do changes to for the game to survive. And okay, Stebe, uh, uh, am I the only one who's going to raise a hand here? <laughs> um, fair decide. question, fair question, Gisli. Okay, if, if I ask this question, you're talking about the longevity of the game. Yes. Demands changes. But what about the two most popular games in the history of gaming? Chess and Monopoly. They haven't changed. Well, uh... Monopoly is a shit game. Yes. Uh, and and Fact. the rules of chess and 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 the rules of chess actually have changed although the last change was about 300 years ago or something like that. But you know, they still have changed. So I'm guessing that the, the people that introduced the en passant rule where you can murder a pawn that has moved past you in a certain way you know, they probably faced the 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 the, the backlash. That they were the like, AMG. "This is chess 2.0. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? This is yes. not in the spirit of chess. <laughs> this is not. This is not the spirit of chess. Why the pawns have never been able to do this before? Why are you letting the pawns do this? And why you know, does the pawns need to be powerful? Uh, yeah. Why do the pawn need to do, do to kill another pawn that isn't even in its pawn killing range? You know. So, you know, but, you know, so, so yeah, we need justice for pawns. Yeah, also, and, but, but it was thematic that pawns kill each other. Yeah, it, it was thematic and, you know, and, and it was a balance issue that, you know, those pawns couldn't just sip up the board without facing repercussions, you know. You know, and, uh, you know, you, you don't want those pawns just moving all around the board without, you know, engaging other pawns. True. Okay, the, I'm veering dangerously close to failing the challenge on the sarcasm route, and I, I'm uh, by my count, uh, I want to fail that challenge in about five slides time, not now. Uh, also, 
well, uh, in a sentence that I've much uh, derided over the time, the, the game needs to return to its roots, and we will go in uh, further detail later about how those roots are being met. Fantastic. And also, also uh, under my breath, because I'm not allowed to be sarcastic, <coughs> AMG promised they wouldn't do 3.0 and then realized they really wanted to do 3.0. And because they can't do 3.0, 2.5, baby! Hell yeah! No, no, because if it was 3.0, then we would need to repurpose a lot of st- repurchase a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're not, but, so therefore it's not three point oh. Yeah, so so now we just have to basically put half of our stuff in the ban cabinet and pretend that about fifty uh, percent of the rest works differently than it's uh, written, and you know, and the rest all works fine, you know, because it's two point mm. five. All right, okay. Shall we move on to the next slide? Let's do that. <laughs> Maybe they can't count that high. Well, uh, Nobby, that uh, you might very well think so. I couldn't possibly comment. Uh, well, this slide I put in basically just to summarize what we're going to be discuss. Because when I did my PhD training, of course, uh, spoiler alert, I didn't finish my PhD. Uh, I was told this trick, say what you're going to say, say it, then say what you just said. And here's me saying, basically, the changes are in six uh, items that we know of that we know of initiative and bidding bumping attacks at range zero obstacles objectives and ban lists that is what we are going to be going through in this uh, small but short lecture next slide please <laughs> the slide has changed well the first problem that ANG decided to tackle was bidding an initiative. Now, in 2.5, instead of letting a bid decide who gains initiative, player order is going to be decided randomly after dial set. Each player will roll three attack dice with order determined by rarity. You have crits, you have foci, or focuses if you're uh, uh, an, uh, an American, if you're an and hit. If you're an ape, you talk about focuses. But if you're a, a, a sensitive human being, like such as myself, you talk about foci. After the dials, notabene, because that introduces more randomness and makes it harder to do a perfect plan. And you roll three dice because devs just want to roll dice. <laughs> now, the purpose of this change is that player order as it was previously, was seen as too big a factor in how certain matchups went. You bid or you didn't bid, and if you lost the bid and then faced a, a squad that basically had the upper hand with the bid, you may have had a hard time. And that could have been seen as a negative play experience by some people with no experience of X-Wing whatsoever. But, Stefan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, two questions here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you now. Well, maybe just one. I mean, you say yes. um, uh, it was a negative play experience that maybe your o- opponent had like some upper hand. Yeah. Uh, keep keep in mind though, uh, when you expect an answer, that I have had almost a full bottle of red wine and some beer. Yes. 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 <laughs> before but I answer, if we if we do another another thing, not necessarily about bidding, but about yes. lists. But about lists. Yes. I mean. Sometimes I face lists that I really have 
there's no way I can beat that list. Isn't that a negative experience? Play experience? Shouldn't all players just play the same list? It isn't well, isn't that fair and balanced? Well, uh, uh, if I'm putting myself in the mindset of the developers who obviously have great experience playing uh, 2.0 uh, before no, they decided to, to... Okay, sorry. Well, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I am failing this so, challenge. You're making it so much harder for him, Gisli. <laughs> I know. I know. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> well, um, if, you, if you did have uh, full 200 points, then uh, sure, you probably had more stuff to counter those without the bit, but, uh, but uh, you know... Uh, uh, I'm not. Keep... I'm not. I'm not talking about it in a bidding environment. I'm yeah. Well. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Well. Right now. Yeah. I get. I guess you know certain certain lists will be better and certain lists will be worse and uh, yeah. Uh, anyway. My points changes. <laughs> yep. But 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 you didn't didn't answer the question. Why isn't that a negative experience? Play experience. Look, <laughs> I put a shiny photo in the PowerPoint. <laughs> Isn't that tackled by points changes? <laughs> yes, it is. But uh, it absolutely you know, is. It absolutely is. Anyway, <laughs> and also by social pressures, Kisley. Yes. Like I I'm sure you have experienced uh, rolling up to a table, putting four phantoms down, and your opponent looking at you like, "Are you even my bro, bro?" Mm -hmm. I mean, we are we aren't talking about me. But Nobby here asks uh, a good question. Uh, so you're saying that players that didn't build to 200 had an mm -hmm. advantage. Why why did people uh, then bother to put anything on their ships or just anything more than two well, tie fighters on the table? Well, well, yeah. The 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 logical extension of this thinking is that uh, two academy pilots at 44 points. Uh, we're basically an auto win, but uh, as you know, uh, us X-Wing players, we are good sports. And and we knew of this super list of two academy pilots that was floating around, but we decided not to play it because, you know, we didn't want to be unfair to other people. Yeah. And people who think uh, Step is being sarcasm here, he's not. I mean, everybody should respect Carl. Yeah. We all love Carl. Especially Double Carl. Double Carl. I, I still Double think Carl. Quad Carl is better, but... It's it's Carl and Carla. Carl and Carla. Well, the... it's it's just Academy pilots mm. where until one of them dies. Then the remaining mm -hmm. one is Carl. Yeah, yeah absolutely. The, the one that doesn't die is Carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah the remaining one. And, and remember and, Carl, but, and if Carl, he dies, Carl... then he wasn't Carl to begin with. No, he's yeah. Carl. He didn't die. He just went on into a on a vacation. Oh, okay. Anyway, all right, all right. The next point is that basically, with the changes to the player order, now you don't need a bit, but that puts the problem of what if a person wants to have create a super unkillable ship and save points by not spending it onto some uh, something or some ship. And just create like a super super ace or super Kylo, super Vader or something like that. So AMD has also decided to do deficit scoring, which means that points will be awarded to your opponent at the beginning of the match. Ships can no longer hoard points and deny them to your opponent. For the record, I'm going to say that I think 
you know, I, I would have probably gone differently about those changes, but I think they are in the main uh, fairly positive for the future of the game. All right, so Fantastic. should we get the next slide? Was that sarcasm? No, I, don't, uh, I think you was real this time. Uh, I was real this time. Bumping. Now. <clears throat> uh, uh, the changes to the initiative order, well, I'm just going to put it on later. But let's say there, AMG has decided to change what happens when the, your ships bump. Now, if the final position of the ship would have overlapped or bumped a ship, that ship loses its action and rolls for damage. Now, it depends, what happens next depends on whether the ship you would have bumped or overlapped was an enemy ship or a friendly ship. If it was an enemy ship, you can take a red focus, but no more actions than that. And I noted that specifically because I was looking forward to bumping everyone with my TIE Advanced Vader taking a red focus action, all the other actions he wanted, and then getting the stress. But apparently AMG has seen through my diabolical plan. Well, now, do, do we know that for a fact? Well, it was in the points that Jan sent me when I was preparing this PowerPoint. <laughs> so I'm going to hope uh, that it's in... That, uh, but but that, that was that was a statement to the fact of can take no further actions. Yeah, can yeah, take but can take no further actions. Not not be asked. What about Sari? Uh, justice for well, Sari. We need justice for Sari, and I'm sure Sari will be fairly treated. In 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 two point Well, I'm sure if you see those two lovely ladies that I did not steal off the internet by googling in Google Images bumping. Which, by the way, I do not recommend because uh, you get some really uh, interesting uh, results doing that. Uh, I'm sure Sari is uh, Shari is one of those uh, uh, bumpers. If you want, if that if that satisfy you, Mister Nobby, I know you. I know you like her and her ability. But yeah, we need justice for Sari. However. The declared purpose of the change is that uh, apparently it surprised the uh, developers at FFG when people started bumping ships uh, because that was never intended to be a tactic. Of course, here I'm going to sort of, um, uh, okay, you know, permission to be sarcastic for a, for a moment, tiny bit of a moment, because we all know that the real purpose of the change is that when you roll initiative after dials, you're basically gonna have a big old, big old, big fat bump fest every single round. It's going to be inevitable. So, you know, they gotta fix the bumping somehow. But, you know, ahem, I didn't say that because I'm not allowed to be sarcastic. Let's get. <laughs> Let's get the next slide. Now, with all the bumping that we're gonna have, we need to change some rules about range zero. So, uh, basically, so as a logical follow-up from the new bumping rules, which are a logical follow-up from the new rolling for initiative rules, ships can now perform a primary attack, and a primary attack only, at range zero. The shot has no range bonus. The shot has no modification. So even if you bump an enemy ship and get your little red focus, you're not going to be able to use it on that. You can't 
add dice to it. You can't, you basically, and you can't do anything to the defense dice either. So basically, you're not going to be taking that shot unless you have no other targets. You probably just want to shoot someone else if you can, really. Um, so that's Sorry. interesting. So what happens if Das bumps somebody? Is it a three die shot or a four die shot? Uh, um, I would that, imagine. Dash is not legal. Dash is not legal. Question it, denied. Well, <laughs> we 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 will we will uh, we will address the question of Dash's legality in a two further slides. But uh, as he is legal as of slide seven of this uh, ten slide shot PowerPoint show, uh, I will say that Dash will probably shoot four dice at range zero. So it's if you're going to hunt Dash, stay in the bubble. Don't bump him because he will murder you. If you no, 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 no. Oh, oh, okay. Uh, Dash reads. While you perform a primary, or oh, Dash's sensor blind spot chassis ability. Oh, okay. While you perform a primary attack at attack range zero to one, ah, do okay. not apply the range Damn zero it. to one bonus. Ah, okay. So, so they thought of everything. Those pesky huh, developers, FFG. huh? FFG. FFG knew. FFG knew. FFG knew that AMG would come and uh, FF, uh, I mean, uh, improve their game later on. Okay, shall we get the next slide? Let's do it. It is up. Asteroids. One of the most consequential changes for 2.5 is obstacles. And obstacles need to be made great again. We've even made hats. Obstacles have been changed already for 2.0. They have changed Gas clouds. Gas clouds lost their evade bonus. And you, we all know why gas clouds lost their evade bonus. Because apparently we were all flying with gas clouds. And they were auto-include. You know, I, 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 you know I, I never actually included them. But apparently they were auto-include. We all had gas clouds, right? Yeah, so you were you, doing it wrong. That's what you had. Yeah. You just that. Yeah, were were you, were you all using uh, 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 gas clouds all the time? Um, I almost said Ooh. ass clouds, so I guess that's a Freudian slip. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> uh, I don't use it. No, no, but but they were auto include, so we were all doing it wrong. We we yes. should have been we should have been using gas clouds. But too bad but, we missed the opportunity. But we missed the window because uh, the the devs. With their vast experience of board game development and uh, event organizing for other uh, game companies. No sarcasm. Uh, <clears throat> oh, oops. Did, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, they, they, um, they, they saw right through our clever scheme of only having gas clouds in our lists and nerfed them. And they decided to take a things a step further for three point. I mean, two point five. Because obstacles will be changed even further so that they will matter more. They will be made great again. With the asteroids, you get one... Uh, if you overlap an asteroid, you will get one automatic damage. And then you have to roll for an extra damage. And there's a 50% chance that you will get an extra damage. If you roll a hit or a crit, that's an extra damage. Just an extra hit on your ship. So 66% of your TIE Fighter is gone if you're really unlucky and fly it over an asteroid. There is no shooting 
if you overlap the asteroid just as much as it is today with the with the real asteroid I mean the the old asteroids rules but if you actually do clear the asteroid going over it you get your actions which is an interesting thing the debris field that's a one red dice roll a hit and a crit and you get a damage but interestingly enough you don't get a crit like you do today if you roll a crit you get a crit you roll 50 you roll and if you get a hit or a crit you get a hit but like with the debris field uh, of 2.0 if you fly over it you get a stress and uh, if you but one thing that they do change is that if you're stuck on a debris field you can't shoot which i find to be a really weird uh, addition but we are being positive it probably makes debris fields uh, more annoying for the people who want to fly over them. And then gas clouds. If you fly over gas clouds, you break all locks. No more flying over locks and just enjoy your strain and your afterburner action. Sorry, I fly Vader. You you, but you break said you all didn't locks. Fly gas clouds though, so. Well, but if when other people brought them because they were auto, ah, okay, auto yeah. include, I, I flew over them willy nilly, and then afterburner it into more actions and killed people. But anyway, you break all locks, so you lose the target lock. You uh, it, you lose your own target lock. You lose any locks that other people have locked on your ship, and uh, you you get a strain automatically no more rolling for the strain however you are rolling and if you there's a 50% chance of getting an ion token if you roll a hit you get one which is not that bad if you're a large ship which uh, probably everyone will be taking anyway because of what's on the next slide oops sorry that's sarcasm again um but if you roll a crit then you get three ion tokens which ions everything on the board but Steppy, yeah. um, the developers talked about making the game easier and more accessible to new players. Yes, yes, how they did. Do, how, how does that affect new players? I, I mean, I would think this would be well, horrible for new players. Well, why, well why, is, why isn't it horrible? Well, clearly new players will learn more quickly through, you know, like, like, a, like a dog learns more quickly when you punish it, then if you give it, you know, apparently new players will have to learn the hard way that if you fly over an obstacle that uh, you are uh, in a bad, Obst- bad position. Obstacle bad. Spare the rod, that, spoil the child. Uh, yes, spare the spare the obstacle rod, spoil the newbie. And, uh, and we are done sparing newbies. Those newbies that have been flying all over the place and winning games against us veterans... I sound really bitter there. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, so uh, it was not sarcasm. It was uh, no. it was experience. Okay, it was it was a, actually I'm I'm probably one of the most newbie newbie friendly players in Iceland. If you're a new player and you play me, you usually win. I have a, I have a hor- horrible record against people who are in Nexus. Uh, oh, I'm just showing up here for the first time. Oh yeah, I'll play you. And I was like, you know, how did it go, Stefan? And I'm like. <laughs> I let him win. I want to see him back. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. Well, anyway. So, yeah, this is very newbie-friendly in the fact that if a newbie flies over a rock, then uh, that said newbie will lose the game and learn to fly better quickly. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I'm all in if if we decide to make caps like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. We we can look at it. I I actually stole this image from some cap making website, so maybe it's not not too not too far fetched. By the way, it's a uh, for for our podcast listeners. It's it's a red baseball cap. It <clears> says <throat> "Make obstacles great again." Yes. Oh, Mocha instead of Maga. Mocha. Yeah. We need to have Mocha. Anyway, there is no shooting if you overlap a gas cloud. That is a change from the regular rules. The, 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 that is a change from the real rules, but the new rules apparently think that if a ship is stuck in a gas cloud, it can't shoot. But, again, if you do clear the, uh, the gas cloud you will be able to keep your action. Now, in order to simplify the rules and make it even more newbie-friendly, Rick Cargo Shoot and Square square Pants... Sorry, <laughs> Spare Parts Canister. Sorry, <laughs> I, I was zoomed out a little bit too much on my own PowerPoint here. Spare Parts Canister are no longer considered to be debris field. So we have a fourth obstacle in, in, uh, in reality. Where, if you fly over the Rick cargo suit or the spare, pack, spare part, square pants, uh, SpongeBob canister, you will gain a stress, like you do regularly, but you roll not for a crit, but for a strain. Now, my favorite change in all of these obstacles, actually the one change that I do like about these, is that you can't tractor an enemy ship onto a rock any or an obstacle anymore. Take that, son. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, we're we're a family. Well, we're not that family friendly, but you know what I mean. Okay, so we've covered the obstacles, right? Should we I go think, on? I think we have. Yeah. This, this is much better. Much easier <laughs> to remember. I I actually think that in spite of all my sarcasm, I think my PowerPoint is actually a pretty decent overview for people who want to learn about the changes. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. For sure. you know, for 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 all of my negativity, you know, people can you know learn. It's a learning experience. Anyway. Oh, there's no negativity. You are putting this in a positive light. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I, I I love I I love these changes. I mean, we Three just screwed up Sunfuck. What's not yeah. to love? What's not to love about Sunfuck being completely screwed out of existence with the new obstacle changes? No, he'll be fine. <laughs> Thank you, Noppy, for reminding us. It's a PowerPoint presentation on a radio show. <laughs> that that is uh, well. Uh, I will take the opportunity to remind you that the Icelandic National Radio actually has a show about books on TV and a show about movies on radio. So, you know, that's it, it, do do what you will with that information. Tiny as Icelandic media meta. Yes. That's all I've got to say. You want to move on? Uh, yes, let's move on to the next slide. We have moved. We have moved. I haven't moved, but you have moved. Objectives. 
Why objectives? Well, my first theory is that certain podcasts use the word objectively so much wrongly. And now when we will have objectives actually in play, they can use the word correctly, objectively. The other reason why AMG would introduce objectives into play is that objectives are, and this is not me being sarcastic, they are a great way to force engagement and bring action to games. You know, I, I have many board games, especially war games, where people have to fight over a certain objective in order to win the game. So I can understand why AMG would do that in 2.5. Now, these objectives will be introduced in war scenarios to start. Maybe, because th this might be wrong, because it's something we found in something is that a long time ago, and we didn't bother researching whether it was still correct with well, the latest development in the last deaf interview. Well, from what I've heard from, you know, the, the second to most recent sources, if you will, there will be four scenarios. There might be more, there might be you know, I, I I don't know. But the four scenarios will essentially be deathmatch with an objective token, essentially what we have now. Area control, where you have to control objectives. A different kind of area control, where you also have to control objectives, but I didn't really understand what you meant uh, in your points, Jan. And, cap and capture the flag, which is basically uh, uh, reskinned. Oh, here, hey, here's this container that both the rebels or the imperials or the republic or the resistance or the first order want, and you have to go capture it. And uh, there will be certain types of capturing before people win the game. Okay. In at least three of those scenarios, the latter three, Players are trying to score 20 points. Controlling an objective for a round is worth one point. No half points for ship anymore, except in the dogfight scenario. Do we have questions or discussions about this part, the scenarios? I think we are... I don't think we know enough about mm -hmm. the, how they're going to score it to actually have an opinion on it. You know, the... the... The exhibition they did, the scoring was terrible. I... They probably fixed it. Yeah, well... Uh, well, they kind of mentioned almost that their scoring would be like that, like the 20 point. Yeah. Well, Nobby asks, why lose the half points? Well, it... If I if I was the sarcastic old me who is really negative towards the changes, I would posit the theory that it was because the AMG developers had not lost the game 12-0 to a cheating asshole in an Icelandic uh, <clears throat> Icelandic in, store championship. Innovator defender. Uh, no, he he was flying two large spaceships, and you know he was you know well that's ancient history anyway. Uh, you know, basically that they wouldn't, the sarcastic old me would have said that the AMG developers don't have the experience to see that half points are really necessary. Uh, the positive new me would say that 
in the three scenarios that they do have where you're not just doing a deathmatch, the half points are really secondary to controlling the objectives. Yeah, maybe. You know, maybe. We don't don't really know. I mean, I've... Yeah, I'm halfway worried as well for the half points, but on the other hand, it's like there's some rounding going on, and if you had half points and rounding up... Yeah, I mean... It would go totally bananas, and maybe it doesn't matter. I don't know. I mean, it is it is at least simpler to keep track of points. Y- yes, and well, and Nobby also asks, you know, will this mean that mines and bombs go up because area control will maybe be more uh, important? Well, we simply do not know because we will not know how the points will change and you know how things will shake up. I mean, uh, of course, having to play for objectives will make area control more valuable but we do not know how that will shake out in the points because that is covered on the next slide that is correct let's go to the next slide then we are on the next slide we are on the next slide which happens to be the last slide all these changes of course call for changes in point values as well as fundamental changes to what ships and upgrades are legal or even how they function if they shoot at range. <laughs> R2D2 needs to work harder. <laughs> that's that's my message to you, Nobby. <laughs> um, uh, or even how they function if they shoot at range zero. Well, that is why AMG is introducing the black box format. There is no more hyperspace. Hyperspace wasn't working anyways. It wasn't curated enough. It wasn't tended to enough. I know, for example, Gisli loved hyperspace, and I never really liked it. But I could have gone gotten behind it. But the thing, the fact of the matter is that, like FFG, you know, they and of course the game was ripped from them before they yeah. could make their well, last changes. Yeah. Well, you know. you're you're mistaking me. I didn't love hyperspace. I liked the theory of hyperspace. Yeah. The, hyperspace the... never quite worked. The way I wanted it to. Yeah, you know, it, it, you know, they said it would be a curated format, and it never was properly curated, or you know, it 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 could have been done more frequently with better changes. So uh, the answer of AMG to that is to do what they call what is called the Stand- black box format. No, it's not called that. It's called standard. Standard. The, the community oh, right. called it the black box format. Ah, all right. Okay. Well, I I, I stand corrected. Standard format, which, uh, to quote the old EA Sports motto, if it's in the game, it's in the game. Except it's not going to be in the game unless it's been re- actually physically reproduced in 2.0, which had a black box opposed to, as opposed to like the gray plastic environmentally unfriendly box. If it hasn't been in the black slightly more environmentally friendly box where you can put more of the box in the paper container, then you're not going to be able to play it in the game. This pretty much means that ships like Dash, the TIE Phantom, um, I'm forgetting some ships, probably will never see play in 2.5 because, um, let's face it, AMG is never ever going to reprint them. 
I think we'll see the 2400. Mm, because yes. we've actually seen it on screen, but the Phantom, the Kimugila, the Aggressor. Yeah. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of these ships are just going off. Now, uh, this change will then occur at the same time as points updates, because we need to change points, because the, the whole fundamental reason of the game, you know, the sort of the, the linchpin of the game are the points. They will change and have to change, but AMG have already informed us that they will uh, not be regular with the points changes. They will try to do it more as is or as is needed, which I'm both worried and hopeful for. I mean, I guess... Hopefully that means that if there's a problem ship, we won't have to wait for the regularly regular release date point update for that problem to be fixed. But at the same time, it also me make creates in me the worry that you know that they will feel that oh we just put the points there, it's good enough, you know, whatever problems happen that's beyond us, you know. Now. All of this, now this is the final point of this uh, very non-sarcastic and positive challenge presentation, is that all of these changes, the future of X-Wing will drop with the Mandalorians, who are arriving next week, right, Jan? Yeah, no, they're not. We talked about that already. No, we'll probably only get card pack then. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get a car pack then, okay? But the rule changes will drop then, right? No, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, well, the latest news we have is that they are waiting on uh, on LFL approval. <laughs> okay, well, you know, lawyers, yeah, you know, they 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 do things in their own time. But you know, all of these wonderful changes that I have absolutely not been sarcastic about because I don't want to fail this challenge in any capacity whatsoever, they should be arriving soon to your yeah soon to to your board game store soon. And thank you for listening to my TED talk. Yay! 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 I was a slightly less uh, train wreck than I thought it would be. <laughs> it was a slightly less train wreck than I thought it would be, considering that I went out for dinner, had a bottle of wine, had some beers, and uh, basically showed up hammered to the show. I think that was fantastic. Thank you, Steppy. I think no, thank, we can all agree much. that Steppy has passed the challenge with flying colors. <laughs> Well, maybe not, but I mean, a lot better than what was expected. So, a lot yeah. better than what was expected. Yes. Well, you suck well, less than we thought you would. Yeah, you <laughs> that, had a huge handicap on there, but, and the, you, and you, you you finished the course. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, sucking a lot less than people expect me to is what I've been doing for the past forty years, baby. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Um, now, Under promise, over deliver. Yes. Well, 
I do well I I have like a vague idea of a challenge uh to set uh, nice. as a response. Do you want it now or you do you want it later? We want, do it, you want right it now. now. Well, and uh, I'm sure that you will laugh a little bit because you know why I'm challenging you to do this. I am challenging all of you to make me a list. Wait, wait, why is it always you and the group challenges? <laughs> because I I'm not that uh, original. Okay. You you have to make me a list, a viable list, a list that you think could win a big ol' thing with the force upgrade malice. Oh. Which is setting oh, I us... I know where this is going. Yes, yes which I is do. setting up, us up nicely for uh, what will yes. happen in, in the next episode. <laughs> in the future. I'm not, in the future. So I'm not going need, to... We need to create a list with Malice. Yes. But you know who Wait, Malice... What, who, what the fuck who, is Malice? Who the fuck, who the fuck is Malice? Yeah, you know, what the fuck is Malice? You know, you know, exactly. So... Maybe, oh yeah, malice. That's right. May, yeah, you know, you, you you'll just you'll just have to get used to making some lists with malice. Anyway, right. so that is your challenge, and then we will. Um, I will sort of decide which one of those lists is the best, and the winner of that challenge will get to name the new challenge. And, and then, this has to happen within twenty-four years. Uh, twenty twenty four years, just just waiting for uh, a challenge, you know. All right, okay. all right, so, got it. Yeah. So next time, we will all have that list done. Or yes. if the points drop just immediate to our next recording, yes, then we might extend one episode. But we'll talk. We about we, that. we we might extend one episode, but in any case, the the whole reason why I'm uh, making you all make a list with malice uh, will be ready in time for the next episode. Fantastic. Great. Uh, does it have to be black box or the, <laughs> no, no, or just, any other restrictions? Just just extend it. Just extend it two Yeah, just just make a list with malice. I'm trying so hard not I'm to show so my list. <laughs> I'm biting my lips. <laughs> oh god, I can't imagine what the viewers slash listeners are thinking because we're all in on the joke. <laughs> we're all like malice? We will we will <laughs> get we will get to the joke. Okay. We'll the joke. Meanwhile, I will quickly change the sub subject before somebody leaks. Um, yes. Mm -hmm. Please. Yes. So <laughs> Uh, we are doing things in a very untraditional way. We've never—I don't think we ever done through the challenges so close to the start of the show. So now we're gonna roll right in and get the pink editor host quiz of the week done. So prior to this, it is in the lead with four points. Steppy and Gisli right at his feet at three. Um, out to me, minions. They're okay. biting you, okay. biting your feet. Um, you will remember, though, that last time I introduced a slight rules change, which will take effect from this time. This rule change means that if if you uh, 
if multiple people have the same score, then the one who answers first will win. Nice. Nice. So, uh, and chat, uh, please play along. You will get the link here. Okay. Uh, opening, well. opening everything up. Yes, yes, yes. Um, where the hell is so, uh, last time we did Math Wing, and this one is also numbers related, but it's about points. God, I haven't built a list in forever. Ah, but it's fine. You just follow can, your instincts, young can, walker. Can I, can I run and fetch a beverage before I start answering this? No, you're just dragging for time. Oh, man. You can get a beverage <laughs> afterwards. All right. Okay, so here we go. Which pilot is the second most expensive pilot in the game? And chat, you are not allowed to write the answer in the chat. Um... After the second most expensive in the game, and I will give you a hint, Darth Vader in the Defender is the most expensive. So is it Mr. Boba Fett? Is it Dash Rendar? Is it Sam Vessel? Is it Colonel Vessery? Or is it Han Solo? Okay. And question number two. How many points does the cheapest pilot in the game that has a talent slot cost? Is it 23, 24, or 25 points? Uh, okay. And question three. How many points does the cheapest I-1 pilot that has a talent slot cost? Hi. Okay. Is it 25, 26, 28, or 29 points? This is hard. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know points. Are you kidding me? That's why I use, like... I would say in this quiz, it's an advantage ah. to be a seven faction player. Oh, yeah, I had a phone call. Uh. <laughs> we heard. Yeah. We heard. Uh, where are we? We are at question number four. How oh, many points shit. does the cheapest pilot that has a native three dice gun cost? Oh, native three dice. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's the next question. Sorry. That is the next question. Uh, and I'm wondering and if somebody... Three. I am giving you a little bit of extra time. Not at all because I'm looking up whether this answer was done correctly because I was told something else earlier. Okay, yes. I will just need to correct that. Uh, I'm sorry about this. There we go. Uh, there we go. Okay. And finally, which of the following ship types, and you and which means which one, because there's only one, has the lowest point difference 
between one of its I1 pilots and one of its I5 or I6 pilots? Is it the Fireball, Geesley's favorite, the TIE-FO fighter, the Naboo Royal N1, the Droid Tri-Fighter, the MG-100 Star Fortress, the TIE-LN, carrier of Carl's, or the Skurg H6 Bomber? Ugh. And let's see. Uh, okay. Yep. We have Steppy answering first. Eight, Damn it! It answering second. Gisli answering last. Very first, we have Paul Chapel. Ooh, oh, God. You probably didn't wait for me to finish. So. Right. Let's see how it goes. Uh, wait, what? Okay, here we go. So, which pilot is the most expensive in the game? What is this? Second most. Uh, can I see? This is not useful. Hang on. Uh, create. Can I? Uh, do I have names? I have names. Okay. So, which pilot is the second most expensive? And the correct answer is that it is Boba Fett. Which oh, is... only eight got, got correct. Is it not Sam? No. Sam is like 84. What is Boba? 85. Oh, God. And, okay. and Steppy went for Dash and... and... A people, a person who didn't give his name, went for Sam also, like Gisli, and Paul went for Vessery. So, how many points does the cheapest pilot in the game that has a talent slot cost? The correct answer is twenty-three, which Yay! both, with both I'm... Aid and Gisli have correct. Do you I know might what pilot this that one is? Zero. It's a Talus Squadron, right? No. Because that costs more than 23. This is the... Uh, okay, there might be more of them then. The one I was thinking of, oh well, the one that I was told to think of, is the um, uh, Mining Guild tie. Oh. Tala also has 23. Yep. Okay, but luckily that was not the question. It was just what it cost. Yeah. So, uh, you you got your point. How many points does the cheapest I1 that has a talent slot cost? And the correct no answer idea. here is 28 points. Damn it! And that is the I1 Phoenix Squadron Pilot A-Wing for the Rebels. Oh, of course. Hey, why didn't you know that? I was off by one this? point. Huh. Okay. You were, weren't you? <clears throat> okay. How many points? I had I, I had no idea. How this. many points does the cheapest pilot slot with native free dice cost? And the correct answer is thirty-two. And yeah, everybody I... got that right. God damn it. 
I, got a I point. actually think it's impressive because when I did the test of this quiz with Pink Editor, I answered 31. Ooh. Because they used to cost 31, but they were raised. Uh-huh. Okay. So this is the generic uh, striker and the generic interceptor. And finally, we have which of the following ship has the lowest difference between an I-1 and an I-5 or 6 pilot. And we have uh, Steppy and Geesley saying N1, which, to be fair, is not bad because that uh, that I-1 uh, thing is quite expensive. The uh, handmaidens, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It answering what I did when I tested this, the MG-100 Starforters, because they're all within a couple of points. And uh, listener guesses here on TIE-FO and Fireball, and nobody is correct. The right answer is the TIE-LN, because Wampa, who's I-1, and Mola Methyl oh. are the same oh, point cost. They, that was a trick question. Are you uh. kidding me? And all of them are trick questions, except the one you all got. <laughs> no, right. not really. No. Because, because an Academy pilot is 22, man. Yeah, I, no, I even the Wampa is. Wait, I thought of that. Same. Wampa is Wampa is twenty-eight. Iden is forty. That means there's twelve points between yes, them. but there yeah, is. Yeah, but Molar Methyl is, is twenty-eight. <laughs> oh so God, the, there's a zero point. There's a zero point difference there. Oh. Yeah, I I only thought of the. I was thinking, oh, is is it the Tie Fighter and. I, I just thought no because you know the the I fives are all in the thirties. Yeah, I was I, I was thinking about Iron for yeah. I'm like no, and the Tie Fighter is twenty two. Okay, yeah, no, and, it's and, not and, this one. <laughs> and I thought of the Handmaidens versus you know Rick Rick Ollie, fabulous he all yeah. but yeah you know because there's a that, yeah that's only uh, eleven points there. No, it, it, there's a three point difference because the Handmaidens are forty one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So I thought, yeah, that has to be the correct one. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, the, the Bravo flight is it's just yeah. an too. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. with the option of getting up to five points, we have it winning with three. Yeah. Extending his lead. Stabby scores one, Geasley scores two. It is trashing us. Yeah, I am. <sighs> it's all about the points. Fantastic. Uh, congratulations, Ed. You are now ahead. Five, three, three. And uh, what was it? Was Steppy? Was, but you were the one that was quickest, and then you got one point? Yeah. Which proves a rule established in my old high school. First one to hand in, probably the last one <laughs> in the score when you tally the, the final score. Okay, so uh, let's talk trilogy. Oh yeah. So Kisley, ask what are Captain. What you guys talking about? What are you guys talking about? We had no content. We were already hour fifteen in. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, we we had the excellent PowerPoint presentation. Mm-hmm. We did. Yeah, we, no. did. <laughs> we did. Okay. Uh, so- Let's do a quick trilogy. So, as the captain, uh, Gisti, how do you think it's going for Thule Squadron Radio podcast on top, on top, on top? I think it's going quite well. I mean, we have only lost one matchup so far. And I mean, that was cheated from us. So, 
So basically, True. we have one, one all of them. And also, also, we were only one of the two teams that did did not get a buy, even though our our win ratio was higher than others that got a buy. So I am yeah. blaming Nobby for this. It was rigged. Oh, absolutely! He's trying to get rid of us. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He wants he wants his iced tea. But but I I think Nobby the the other team that also played was. You know, was Nobby's team, wasn't that? I don't know. So he didn't want to play anymore as well. I think he wanted an extra round, and that's why he did it. I'm I'm just gonna check because he's up there. He's almost as good as Yuki Sleep. Yes, Nobby played all four rounds as well. Yeah, that's... yeah, but he's saying no. We are scrubbed. My teammates lost. Yeah, they were third, and they're oh, but but Nobby is four zero. So I just Nobby. assumed that Nobby. they have good. Okay. Anyway, so uh, in that case, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. say that you know, Nobby, Fly of A Wings, Love of Sari, Lords of the Australian, and inhabitant of the Throne of Lies, you rigged this shit. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, that is that is now his official full title. Yep. Yep. But anyways, I think it's going quite well for us for Tool Squadron um, I mean uh, we we won the first matchup in the bracket so we are up against the Singapore Slingers next yeah that's mm-hmm. a little bit tougher I think than the last one yeah it, I mean mostly probably. because of time zones Jesus well yeah I still have to arrange my game uh, so well, you have been trying, right? I have been trying. Yeah. Let it be known. Yeah. But you haven't been answered yet. <laughs> no. But, I mean, I'll um, probably hear something soon. But basically, before today, I was for... Yeah, well, I'm still for no, but I was number one in the solo wins. Noppy was number two, but some guy named Caster Smith basically beat us just by MOV. Just play MOV. <clears throat> I like your strength of schedule. And let it be heard that Sammy, Sammy Petter Ulvinen, he's he's ninth. So just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> yep. Yep. So so way way more down the list than you are. Way down. Way way. way. I'm way gonna down ba- there. sorry. I'm gonna bask in this glory as as long as I can. Um, Jan, you are 19 right now, and yeah, I don't know. Should I mention Ayet? He's no, no. He's 52nd. I was 46th today. But he is. He has a great strength of schedule. <laughs> <laughs> what What is his strength of schedule? Point 46. Yeah, twice as Gisli's. Yeah. Do you, but that, do you realize point, uh, point 24 is like your your opponents have a combined win of like three? Yeah, but, you know, I have been winning them. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you have, you have. Mine is point 0.45. And you guys know how I did the pairing. You did the pairing with me. Yes. We decide how we pair. Your you tricked us. 
no, 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 it, no, no, no. It, we just just let him know. I mean, we let him have yeah. easy matchups because yeah, we try to keep he is the, the weakest link of the. Of, I mean, of, so. I, I mean, I definitely got an easy matchup uh, in round one where I played Liam. That yeah. was oh, like... that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> right. But other than that, I mean, I had hard matchups. Anyways, yeah, I we're well, still in it, and uh, we are still in it. Uh, we are playing Singapore Slingers. So if we beat them, I don't remember which team we face. Well, which two teams we might face, but it's gonna be hard. Yeah, but we we can't we can't face Sammy's team until the in the finals. It's not possible for us. No. It's the, it's the only way we can beat Sammy that's in the finals. So we, we got to... Let's, gotta let's, let's try to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one question for Nobby that's in chat. Uh, this back and forth here on the podcast, that counts towards the uh, shit talk, right? Title? Sorry? This back and forth here on this episode... That counts as uh, two points towards the shit talking title. Oh, the smack talking title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah smack talking. Uh, I don't know. That's Nobby's choice. And he's listening. Yeah, that's oh. who I was oh. asking. Yeah, okay. He, he, he'll allow it. Yeah, All right. Great. Cool. Great. I mean, they're going down. We have, we have the bigger platform. Um, <laughs> anyway. Um, are there any sort of uh, lists we should talk about? There's so many lists in this in this tournament. Oh, there is. There absolutely uh, is. But we don't have any real sort of tournament results. So if anybody has uh, something exciting they want to point out and talk about, then... Uh... Um, I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, do we? Does anyone have? Well, I kind of only check out the lists we are about to face. So I haven't, I haven't really checked out any of the other lists. So, um, well, I gotta, I gotta mention one list we did actually face. Um, that's a list from Fear of the Beards, and that's actually a list that Ayet played against. Uh, Joe Churchman was flying it. Right. Uh, it was. It's Imon Asaman. With Boba Fett crew, Proxmine, Contraband Cybernetics, Undress the Title, and Electro Proton Bombs. And then Constable Suvio with Proxmine and Cloaking Device. Then Captain Nim with Iron Cannon Turret, Skilled Bombardier, Proton Bombs, Delayed Fuses, Trajectory Simulator, Seismic Charges, Havoc Title, and Genius. <laughs> um, so. Flying against that was such a joy and not at all stressful. So you're saying there are five bombs on this thing. Two sets of yeah. proxies, proton seismic, and an electro proton bomb. And the yeah, electro proton bomb seven ways to actually deploy them. Yeah, and the electro proton bomb can can be dropped in round one from the nearest obstacle to your deployment zone. Yeah, and if you don't fall for it there, then Nim can just hold it, saying, "Sorry, this third of the board is not for you. It's only <laughs> yes. for me." 
That's yeah, actually exactly. what he did until he died. Uh, <laughs> it's a yeah. dirty, dirty, dirty list. It is. I mean, yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. I am happy to see Captain Nim go. And I hope we never get a re-release of that skirt <laughs> bomber. Well, yeah. to be fair, Jan, I agree with you. I hate those skirts. I, I know hate you them. do. I hate them with all my all my all my feelings. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Nicholas God Nielsen. Yeah, extra shout out to Nicholas God. <laughs> <laughs> you can always play the Skirks in my heart. Uh, yeah, and I, I I I actually mentioned the Skirks. I I didn't mention Nicholas because I enjoy flying against Nicholas. I mean, who could, how can how can you not? Yeah. Um. Okay, but I, I found a real aid list. Though. Oh, okay. So, uh, Jörg Vossen, Vossen, I don't know. Who? It's from the Navigators of the Nether Regions, which is clearly a, 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 a Netherland team. So, he's here with the Rebels. So, Blount in the C95 with Hopeful and Tracers. Then he has two Talos Squadrons with Hopeful and Iron Missiles two Talos Squadrons with Hopeful and Cluster Missiles, and two Talos Squadrons with Hopeful and Homing Missiles. What <laughs> is this monstrosity? It is seven C-95s. Everybody has Hopeful. One <laughs> Tracer, two Ion, two Clusters, and two Homing. Uh, <laughs> that is horrendous. This, that, that's glorious. Are you kidding me? And... He is two and one. Wow. All right. He only lost to Andrew Oler. <sighs> that is so, such a meme list. <laughs> um, yes. Oh, God. Those are seven sets, huh? This is like, wow. Oh, oh wow. And the uh, <laughs> okay, just saw this list of his teammate, uh, Grievous with that I, Kalari and Solas one, and three fearsome predators, yeah, and the uh, this DNS 347, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I really I, hate the fearsome predators, they're nasty, they are so nasty. Uh, and there's Kalani on Grievous, yeah. So if you bullseye, you you get locks. It's um yeah. Oh yeah, okay. and then to round off the fairness, we have two uh two Kajimi spice runners with iron cannon turrets and area, uh, engine upgrades, so resistance Y wings with iron and engine. Uh Poe, this must be this is young young Poe flyboy Poe. Yeah, uh, with the R4, mm-hmm. uh, but nothing else. Yeah. And then Nian with the obligatory pattern analyzer. Yeah. So 2X, 2Y with like control Y. Ah. This is disgusting. Yeah. Um, ta-la, ta-la, ta-la. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, it's, yeah. 
navigators of the nether regions are uh, are uh, probably a terrible matchup for anybody yeah enjoy i hope that the opposite bracket yeah <laughs> uh i've got one Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I would. I, that's this in my mind is probably the final form of an all small base uh, beef list. Okay. What team is it? So it's our current adversaries. It's uh, Leon Chua, uh, and he's. Flying Rebels, Hera in the B-Wing, and Jamming being in Stabilized as Foils. Whatever, that's an auto. Wedge with Foils. Garvin with Selfless and Foils. And then Kyle with Jin or so and the Multicrow title. Yeah. And you know what? I need to yep. play against. Yep. You have, have fun with that, huh? Jesus Christ. I think this is pretty much the perfect small base list. It might be. Rebel, Rebel, small base list. It's got a little bit of everything. It's got the biggest puncher in the game, probably. And it's, it's so token cool. sharing. It's got it's got damage sharing. Yeah, it's, it's so tanky. Are you kidding me? Yeah. With Jin, Jin on Kyle passing. Evades to Hera, maybe who takes a focus as well. It's all kind. Uh, I mean, and, and Garvin. Who are you going to shoot at? Garvin? Garvin because, just. Because he has the selfless and it's going to protect Vets. You're going to yeah, shoot at Garvin just, with the focus? Yeah. Are you, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah, he's no. just yeeting, yeeting focuses again yeah, to just, Hera. Just kill Wedge and Hera. <sighs> just hope you don't roll any crits. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to tie his I six to being predictable because it follows within a range one bubble of an I four, and Geesty flies four I fives, then fine. Yeah, sure. And I mean, I mean, because to be fair, Geesty is not reliant yeah. on character generation, so that helps a lot, right? But if you are one of those lists where you know your crits are non-optional, then um, yeah. Yeah, but then he could also fly just Hera, Garvin, and Kyle together and Wetz as a flanker. That that could also possibly work. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, Jan, do you really want to stare down Hera, Wetz, and Garvin and Kyle? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, you need to focus your firepower, but I mean, Hera is imminently killable. I uh, wouldn't even want to stare this list down flying for Duke Phantoms. Are you kidding me? I think you're pretty apt in that description, yeah. Eh. I mean, that the Phantoms could probably empty the focus bank every time. But well, yeah. Depends on what you're shooting at. <laughs> But you know, Wetz does uh, horrible things to phantoms. <laughs> yes, he does. He does horrible yeah. things to most things. But yeah, yeah. I think that list is beautiful. It is beautiful, but it is it, just it a is. wedge. It is. It is. It is beautiful. 
Okay. Uh, Nobby says kill Kyle. And allow Nobby. Wet to fly around and do damage? Uh, no, thank you. At least, I mean, don't kill Garvin before as long as Hera is alive. That is that is a given, right? Yeah. Yeah. So take what you can get. Try to avoid damage and outmaneuver him with your A-Wings, which is the greatest ship in the game. Right, Nobby? Okay. Um, then we have sort of like a little bit of a content idea here. Do you want to do mm -hmm. that now? Um, I'm, I'm. I mean, sure. I don't sure? think. I don't think sure. it's going to take that. Okay. So the idea is the topic here is way too early. Best option for each factions in 2.5. Black box only. Objectives in force. So all the nice things that uh, that Stebby just told us about. As far as we know, we obviously don't know points. We don't know the exact rules and everything. But hey, we're podcasters. Lack of knowledge should not, you know, prevent us from forming opinions. Absolutely. Absolutely. We shoot from the hip. So uh, let's uh, let's just let's just go through. And I think what we do is that we take turns just picking a faction, uh, because otherwise we get them in the normal boring order, and, uh, mm -hmm. and then we talk about it. So uh, Gisli, why don't you pick first? Uh, yeah, factions. Uh, Which faction do you most want to talk about? Um, uh, most want to talk one. about? I don't know. Which most? Of, I mean, I should... Uh, Pick one! Let's go just with uh, the original one. Rebels. Rebels. Mm -hmm. Alright, pick mine. <laughs> okay, you get a say. So, Keisty, what do you think? What what will be good? What 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 are the sort of good bits in Rebel that sort of stand out to you when you look at two point five and objectives? Uh, first of all, I think a uh, Rebels will be fine, just absolutely fine. I they have so much variety, and I mean, good solid chunk of their ship or ships are still in black box. Yeah, it, it's sort of almost like Rebels cheated the system, right? That. Yeah, all the yeah. other original factions lost a lot of ships, but rebels got like half of their normally lost ships. They got back because oh, but that ship was released in another faction, and the conversion kit is a black box. So therefore, I can still yeah. fly my arcs. I can still fly my C ninety fives. That's one more. Tie fighter. The Hawk, the Tie Fighter, right? That's that's like four ships that haven't actually been re-released for rebels. That they still yeah. just got. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Um obviously I don't know. I mean A wings A wings are good right now. I mean yeah. we don't know the points for it, how it will be, but we have to talk about the points how they are today, probably, right? Probably. Yeah, I mean, so let's I'll let's assume let's assume that they will only adjust points on things that will be like obviously broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. A wings are A wings are obviously really good. Uh, X wings are good. B wings, mostly Hera though. Uh, Hawks. I mean, there there is tons of good stuff. Uh, U wings. Oh God, can you imagine quad U wings in the in the new like quad U wing camp? 
quad U wings in 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 uh, in the new yeah in some control yeah baby yeah. Control, whatever yeah and they have enough yeah, firepower I mean... to shoot things if they need to shoot things uh, they go yeah. around taking up a lot of space they're medium base so they count as two for objectives yeah it's all great and... baby. Yeah, and then we have the YT-1300, of course. I mean, both tight turrets to the side, three dice. I mean, just circle around the objectives, and you can still hurt people. Yeah. Uh, I had U-Wings as well. And uh, honorable mentions to A-Wings, uh, mostly because of speed. And uh, being able to do maybe a scenario action like pick up the flag mm. and then boost after it, link it. There are uh, only like a handful of uh, chassis that could actually do that. Yeah. Avings, avings, interceptors, uh, silencers. silencers. Yeah. yeah. And then I've got a special, special mentions to lay a crew card, which I think will be. Oh, God. Probably making a comeback with ships having to have to stay in a certain areas. Up, 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 up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's going to be stable to you in the list, I think. I mean, I think, uh, I think B-Wings could work well in zone control. Yeah, for once their, their turnaround short, uh, is very short. Yeah, the short turnaround will, will keep them sort of very close. And then just a one forward, and then you turn around again. And, but yeah, but there's a lot of ships. Any, anything with a white one heart can pretty much do the same thing, right? But depends on where the enemies yeah. are. I think the, uh, the A-Wings in particular will stand out. Uh, we've seen Rebels get a lot of A-Wings. They sort of fell off a little bit lately from you know, all new A-Wing pilots, but we still have Ahsoka and Hera that sees quite a lot of play, but I think a lot of the A-Wings are good. Uh, and I think uh, vectored cannons in particular, uh, giving them that option for system phase boost. Um, oh, that's interesting. Why do you think vectored cannons will be better now? I think uh, that having a rear arc will be really, really, really good. Because yeah. oh, that way true. you can yeah. fly off and tag an objective that is sort of a little bit outside the fight, fighting area, turn right. your arc yeah, backwards okay. and just push, push, push and still contribute to the fight. Um, mm, okay. Okay, do, is Stefan still with us? No. No, he had to go uh, on a date. So he went drinking and then he podcasted and then he went on a date? Okay, I mean... I think he continued the date. I don't know what that guy's thinking. <laughs> okay, but I mean, that's a strong place, strong place, Stefan. Okay. Uh, then I want to go next. And I want right. to talk about Republic. Yay. So I think Republic is weird. Uh, Republic is like a faction that can... You can pretty much think of any archetype in the game short of like two ship things, two ship sort of battle, punch you in the face, brute. Like you don't have double fire spray or anything even remotely close to that or 
double falcon or, or something like that. You can't do that in Republic. Mm -hmm. uh, but otherwise, you can do pretty much any archetype. And they're kind of good, but you can maybe even build any archetype to like A, A tier. But they mm -hmm. don't have a lot of S tier lists. No. Uh, Not right now. Only, only when somebody makes a pointing mistake every now and then. Mm -hmm. um, but they are a faction that can thrive in the sort of four to six ship space. They're pretty mm -hmm. good at that. Mm -hmm. So I think, and I have a feeling that is where objectives are going to be at. So that might help them. So yeah, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I have trouble headcan. I mean, they have a lot of uninteresting big uh, medium ships, I think. Uh, I mean, and and then I mean, they have I mean, the, the glass lat, can the lat and the arc. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I'm not sure uh, Hawkon would agree with you there, but no, no, no. Uh, it's of course there's preferences and stuff, and the arc has a, a rear arc and whatever. I just um, both of those fit in the ships are kind of clunky to me, so um, I don't know where they are at at the uh, medium. And big base slot, and uh, like yeah, they got a cheap torrent. The um, V wings as a cheap ship is excellent. Yes, but I, I don't think you can actually lean on the V wing in a list. Hmm. It's kind of like a decoy thing. I mean, if. It was up earlier, right? That are bombs broken now? Especially yeah. the mines? So yeah. what if I could have a free agility ship with a decent dial and a boost that could also drop bombs? Absolutely right. I think and, anything with bombs is good, but that's cross-faction. Why would Cross all, all the factions. I mean... You yeah, mean, yeah. I but, mean... but I mean, I think the V-Wing is the only sort of fighter bomber. No, the Imperials have one. Oh, what, the striker? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, the striker, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I think the Weaving might actually be the only free agility ship that has a bomb slot. But yeah, it's linked action is not optimal. If you could do focus boost, everything would be better. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I think it's good. Uh, I mean, I fly three yeah. of them at the moment, and they do a lot of work as blockers uh, and as yep. sort of random fire support. Um, yeah, and, and of course the deltas are are solid. I mean, uh, who doesn't like force? Yeah, and three six six, three two six six. That uh three two three three six health. It's a solid stat line, just like uh, the X wings, kind of comparable. Just these guys have force. Yeah, and uh, a lot more maneuverable. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you can get Ahsoka 
she's I3. That is a bit of a downside, but she's effectively double actioning every turn with the option for giving one of the actions to a friend at range one. Um, and you can get her in the 7B for 55 points. That's just one point more than Wedge. She probably, with double mods, she probably hits, hit us hard. Uh, I mean, you can give Wedge double mods, but then you need something else. I mean, you have Hera. That is true. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's probably not bad, but I think this faction is lacking in zone control. Yeah. I think, I think, I mean, it is, it is weird because I think where the points are right now, Republic might be the most fair faction in the game. No, I wouldn't agree with that. But uh, but that also means that it's not the best. Uh, and if you change points just a little bit, it becomes too good. That's sort of my feeling. What about you, Kisley? I don't know. It's hard. It's just, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I can agree with both of you. Who's, who's talking to the phone? Yeah, probably it. Um, oh, yeah, and the N1. Oh, Step is still in here. I thought he left. Oh, it's eight. Eight is uh, the phone somewhere. Okay. Okay, next faction. Next faction. But next faction is eight. It's eight's faction to pick. Oh, my turn. My turn. My turn. I'm going to pick Rebels. No, I can't. Um, okay. Scum is interesting. Okay. All right. Um, Scum is a weird faction because they have all that crew carrying stuff and all those crews. And almost all ships have like illicit slots. And they've got so many great pilot abilities, mm-hmm. and uh, crew, yeah, and and it's built up on messing with your stuff. So and and it works, you know. You if you get close to the weird shit, it fucks you up. Mm-hmm. And catch a little flag and zone control. That's all making everybody in close proximity with each other. Mm-hmm. So scum is going to your. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be probably gonna be niche play, and whoever figures out a puzzle with scum is gonna, uh, you know, he's gonna get the leg up on the first tournament. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. YV six six six, all that crew and the upgrades uh, with the one eighty arc, just circling circling around objectives. And I mean, even if you build it to mess with objective it's uh, all of those sh- these ships can also punch you know three die guns and with uh, taking away defensive mods and uh, you know it's jack of all trades you know uh, if you uh, if you have uh, seen uh, firefly or serenity the uh, the show uh, these are the reavers of x-wing 
and nobody really wants to face him. Uh, true. I think uh, we talked about in you know in our private chat the other day about uh, later Nobby about sideboards. Uh, and yeah, I was really a little out. bit excited, and I think the short summary is that U8 and, and Geesley were a little bit concerned uh, for for different reasons. I actually, now that I think about it, scum with sideboard would be terrifying. Ah, uh, absolutely. Just you know, for swapping, absolutely. Especially yeah. if the sideboard is like many points, that would be that would be horrible. Yeah. So maybe maybe I mean, maybe it's fine that they're saying that they are not going to do that right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, scum scum lists are they're normally so many upgrades. That means we have the scum player has a lot of slots to interchange things with, you know, yeah. flavor for taste. What are you flying? While well, as uh, you're maybe flying some bare bones lists. With, who were more about flying and outmaneuver and dogfighting, who have like two points of upgrades or something. Especially like the beef efficiency lists are typically sort of super narrowly built, right? It's all mm-hmm. about getting oh, pilots yeah. and pilot abilities in. Yeah, that's not really the list I think of. It's more like... Uh, more like the AC kind of list where you want to fly your ass off and and uh, kind of just live on the edge of the sword. Yeah. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Scum is going to have a leg up when they introduce sideboards, I think. Yeah, if they do. I mean, they did say that they were probably not going to do anything competitive, at least not right now. Ah, okay. So let's see. So we're fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're scum is gonna for now. Scum is gonna scum. Scum right? is gonna scum. I mean, they will lose a few things in black box, of course, but most of the, those things aren't seeing that much play. I mean, obviously the Kyrex has been seen play, and maybe the Star Wiper, but uh, isn't that I mean, just about all? Unless you're called Nicholas Scott Nielsen. Yeah, if you called if you fly the Nicholas special, then I think every yeah. ship in your list is probably gone, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, exactly. the Kimogila is hor- would be horrible. So let's hope we'll never see that. Uh, the Star Vibers would be really, really good in zone control. Yeah, and, yeah. and generally in in sort of static objective play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Kirax is they just. They just took them down a point or two too low. I, that it's not a good ship, right? It's just it was just efficient. I mean, it's just a bad version of the X-wing, right? Yeah. The Star Wipers and the Kirax are the least scummy scum ship. Yes, they're just I agree. they're just three dice guns. Yeah, they need it in the faction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are so many other ships that can mess with you and have a three die gun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I actually, I actually think that, yeah, uh, that the f- the fact that Scum doesn't have a um, a sort of cost effective three dice gun mm. 
that you can just spam and do efficiency on. That is probably fine. Yeah, yeah well, well, cost-effective and not cost-effective. I mean, they have the, they have the M3, M3A. I mean, it's only a two-dice gun, but yeah, but you exactly, have, you have cannons mm. and you have missiles mm. and whatever. Yeah, but you don't really have a cannon that just is rather cheap and turns it into a free dice gun, right? It's it's all messing. I mean, uh, and you have a Drandosian slave or Yui. The I two is fifty one point. Yeah. I mean, it's not a, as low as what thirty eight that the Kyrex is, but uh, that's a pretty cheap, big base three dice gun with one eighty. Yeah. <laughs> coverage. But not that maneuverable. But no. but I agree. No. I agree. I mean, uh, we we could see those. I think uh, we could also see uh, uh, generic fire sprays. That would be horrible. Um, if free ships are enough. But th that's the real thing, right? With as soon as you go into the YV, then you're beginning to limit your ship count. And I think it's fine that there's this. This faction difference. I mean, we just talk about Republic. They barely have any free dice guns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They pretty much have the arc, and then an option for, uh, like, the Edda is conditionally free dice, and you can put a very expensive configuration on an Ether Sprite to make it a free dice. But you don't have like your workhorse free dice gun apart from the arc, and no. that is a bit of a special one. Well, right? Where's the? We're Rebel? not talking about the Fang Fighter any. I mean, let's not oh, forget about okay. that. Oh, okay. Let's not forget about the Fang Fighter. That's because that is of the Mandalorian faction, and we are very excited about them. And they don't, you know, go around, destroy your gaming experience. They are fans yeah. all the time. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I am really looking forward to um, um, to just putting four Fangs into an objective game and just saying, what if I ignored the objective and just killed you? Yeah. <laughs> I actually think that I'm I'm really excited to see how viable that will be. To just mm -hmm. I'll just kill you and it'll be a little bit easier because I know you're gonna go over there because there's an objective. Yeah, and you might yeah. split up your force. I think which makes Kyle killing Scarlet you easier. Is gonna get, I yeah. think Kyle Scarlet in the fire space is gonna make a compact. Oh that's a hot take. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean <laughs> With the bumping and everybody taking up a red focus, why not? Yeah. And uh, I mean, of course, the fire spray is just a superior chassis to most ships. So, I mean, so Kath and uh, Mining Guild ties? Arguably the best chassis in the game. Yeah, I mean, sure. I don't think that depends on how you look at it. I don't think that's an argument. They're really good. Well, some might say it's the defender, but but I I, I would say it's a fire spray. Uh, I could agree with you, but that if the defender was reasonably costed, but it's not. Yeah. The it, they have managed to you know say okay the defender is just going to be a little bit too expensive, and sometimes it's going to be worth it, but most of the time it's not. Mm -hmm. And um, whereas the fire spray has always been right at the edge and sometimes a little under, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, right at the edge unless you're called Papa or or CIS just as a faction. 
And if you're called Bobby, Boba, you're either violently undercasted or right at the edge. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Uh, Geesley, your pick. Um, okay. Yeah, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. What, what, what do we have? We have FO left. We have resistance. No, we have... Empire? Yeah, Empire. Okay, okay. Let's talk about Empire then. I mean, is Empire fucked, basically? Yeah. I, I have two, I can make two two cases for Empire, but it does not involve a lot of ships. Mm-hmm. So, I would say uh, if we end up in uh, in the if, if we, if, if the just bring something that puts out a lot of red dice and kill isolated enemy ships while they try to do objectives, if that's a thing, then I think six Alpha Interceptors is going to be so much fun. Are you sure about that? I mean, if you have six alpha interceptors, yes, and you know they can pop any time, yes, then you are essentially giving your opponent four points. Yes, but they can exactly. also score more than four points per turn. Uh, maybe they are throwing eighteen single modded red dice. Yeah, I know. I know that. But still, I'm not sold on that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the Interceptors have always been really, really good in theory. Yeah. Yes. But, but not really in, uh, in practice. You know, they have had some success with, like, Nash and uh, Windrider. And, of course, Suntir is always good. We're not talking about... Aces, but I, I, I don't think maneuverable nimble aces are that good in where you exactly know where they want to be. No, no, but yeah. they're not aces. They don't pretend to be. They're I No, no, they're they're the three hull, three green dice ships that rely on the green dice. And if you know where they want to go, ah, fuck the playtesting works. Yeah. Yeah, you, you can't have Nash with five of them. Nash with five is two hundred and one points. <laughs> yeah, I, oh. I know. Justice I, I for al- Nash, give me one point discount on Nash. I already checked that out. So <laughs> the sad times. Okay. So uh, swap in one striker. They're cheaper, right? No, they're the same points. Ah, oh, same points. They thought of that. They thought of that. Well, what do you you guys think about the VT forty nine? Doesn't matter. It's uh, expensive, but it is a bow tie, uh, so you can like circle or. Yeah, but I I don't think the uh, doesn't matter likes to be up close and personal with ships. He just he yeah, goes... but. Ships don't like being up close and personal to him either. <laughs> um, sure, I know. They burn down pretty quick when they get focused on. And they're pretty expensive. I mean, it's not but impossible least... for the six interceptors to one round you. They're probably going to have to take two rounds, but. 
uh, providing they get shots on them the second turn, sure. And if they actually live the first turn, sure. Um, True. I mean, that's a really solid crew carrier. Yeah. It's yeah. staying power. I mean, I think it's yeah, I... big bases with, with alternative means of, you know, doing damage uh, other than the front arc, I think will be... I, I, I can ag I can agree to that. I would also say that I actually think there are some Imperial crew that will be quite interesting. And by interesting, Immensely. I mean potentially very good in objectives. Like, look at um, Death Troopers. Yeah. Or um, Moff Jergerod. Moff has... Moff has been seen every now and then. Uh, yeah, it's always true. So I think that that can be some uh, that could be some fun times there. But the other part, if you don't think that just killing your opponent is the way to go, then what if we said, oh, make the TIE Advanced V1, so the Inquisitor version there, Let's yeah. make that great again because we all miss that so much from the Baron Swarms oh, no. and the Inquisitor Swarms and all that. But, I mean, it is a very, very defensive ship. It, it is, is. It is a ship that has quite a good dial. It has very strong linked actions. Um, whether it is the Baron or the Inquisitor, I'm not sure. That is sort of like a, a how, how many... Things do you need in your squad yeah, to I win would, on, on objectives? I would, I would think it would be the Inquisitor. If you if you want to hang around forever, you just take an evade. Just take an evade, yeah. have a force, whatever. Yeah, and then you're like evade force, and then you're super strong. But 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 you're probably yeah. having one body less than if you go Baron. So I mean, I sure. think. But but my point is that what the V1 can do, and they can both do it. The V the Inquisitor does it better, but with fewer bodies. But the point is that they can just hang around and say, yeah. just try to shoot me. It's fine. I'm going to score this objective. Uh, or at least contest it so you don't score it while I score with an, one of my other ships at the other side of the field. It's sort of one of those ships that you can, even you can focus fire it and nothing, maybe nothing happens. Okay. Right? Yeah. If you, if you get the action and are evade with, yeah. Yeah, but you you're don't, gonna have you don't... to shoot it three or four times in the same round to actually guarantee yeah. kill. Yeah, and you don't need. It's not all objectives that requires actions. Uh... No, I mean you get the action for defense. I mean. Yes. Uh, that's true. So, and mm -hmm. I mean, uh, and the wee ones might have been nerfed, but that was, you know, that just means that you can't put rockets on most of them and traces on the rest anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. But maybe you don't need those missiles if they're not there to, like, they will still kill things. But if their main p way of scoring points is not killing things. So you're, you I know think what the, the idea is that, like, a, a V1 swarm goes in one direction and says, I am built to primarily score by fulfilling the objectives. Whereas the interceptor swarm goes the other way and says, I'm going to swarm, I'm going to win by killing you. And if you don't come over here for me to kill you, then I can still score the objectives. 
you know what? Hmm? If we drop one Inquisitor out of the five, uh, you can bring in Duchess instead. So that naked Duchess and four Inquisitors is 200 points. That seems quite good. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, Duchess can pop, but then again, she can arc Dots forever. And, and the Very lesson good here, lesson here uh, is <clears throat> bring some bombs and a trajectory simulator. Or just or just bombs, whatever. Yeah, it's funny you should say trajectory simulator because I only think there's like one ship in the game that can fly that now. <laughs> and it's uh, not an empire. Probably not wrong. It's not yeah. an empire. So let's uh, we'll get there when we get there. Okay, yep. uh, I guess I'm next then. Oh, Hexiled is raiding us. Hello, Hexiled. Welcome. Okay, wait. I mean, we we had a challenge to Hexile. Oh, we did. So, Hexile streamers, have you harassed the hosts? About the Thule sing-along challenge? Yes. Did you book the, the music studio? Have you started recording? Yeah. Did you write the lyrics? Have you picked that song? Any progress? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have a terrible cough. <laughs> okay. Well, but I mean, all right. You have Step to. You have to show us that you can. Uh, that you are stronger and a more honorable person than the 186 squadron. Steppe made this song while having COVID. So, yeah. It's just a good excuse. It's fine. Okay. Uh, so what'd you pick, Jan? I was going to pick Resistance. Ah, okay. And I think that Resistance have probably the, and I am going to say it, even with the nice hair list that we saw earlier, Resistance is the best beefy option we have out there. They... They just do great beef. Uh, and I like this sort of more spicy beef than the, the boring rebel beef. Um, I think that... Uh, it's, is it more spicy though? I mean, it's usually just like just pava. Yes. Whatever. It's not that spicy. Jess pava's nickname is The Destroyer. That's much more spicy than uh, Red 2. Right? So, no. Anyway... I think my actual point is that Resistance, unlike the Rebels, uh, the Resistance ships are typically, not always, but typically quite self-sufficient mm -hmm. with their efficiency abilities. And that is actually their faction identity. Back when FFG told us about all the faction identities, they were like, oh, Rebels, they help each other out. And mm -hmm. Resistance are just like Rebels. They are just help themselves out a lot. And yeah. sometimes somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, and I think... That will work uh, great in objectives uh, because that will allow resistance to operate even when they split up a little bit. They're not as punished by doing that as some of the rebel synergies will be. Yeah. And then finally, of course, uh, RC2s are freaking fantastic and are perhaps the best objective ship in the freaking game. As yeah. Aid mentioned, they, if they need to do an action to fulfill an objective, they can boost or rotate after it. Uh, they are super duper maneuverable. Uh, yeah. 
and they can go take an objective, contest an objective, and round one basically. Yeah, and cool. sh and or, or split off to take one while sort of partly disengaging, but still shooting, still being super accurate uh, with access to advanced optics. Um, don't also forget that unlike the Rebel A-wings, the RC-2 A-wings can, you know, utilize their initiative to some things have moved. Now I know where I want my guns or whether I need a boost or rotate or what do I need, what do I want to do? So uh, RC-2s are going to be great. And they have three I-5s in the RC-2s alone. So I think resistance is going to be Three? Great. I think they're four. Oh, yeah. Justice for whatever his face is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they and don't sleep on the Y wings with the new configs, because oh, resistance Y wing with a nine cannon that ha that can uh, and uh, what is it called targeting computer? Yeah, that yeah. way you get double modded turret shots close range. Yeah, yeah, yeah on an engine upgrade. <laughs> Those Y wings can really move. Yeah, I mean that way you get uh, a calculate after you boost. Yeah, you still have mods. Uh, I I just really like the target look, target lock, uh, calculate kind of combo with the iron can. Yeah. It's so nasty. I mean, even throw in uh, two of those. Who knew we wanted better Y wings? Yeah, yeah. I I certainly didn't. Nobody knew. Uh, uh, also, I have a confession uh, he... to make, uh, brothers. Yeah. yeah. I recommended a friend to play a Y wing this week. Which one? A, a, the rubber one. A Republic one. Ah, okay, then it's fine. Because he was flying Seventh Fleet Gunner on a lat, and I was like, "Would it be that different if you put it on a Y wing?" Because lats are overcosted, so <sighs> sure. forgive me if I have sinned. Um, and the resistance also gets the the scavens the YT right because of they the... do they do they're only missing yeah. the bomber. Yeah, I mean <laughs> we need yeah. the bomber. No, we don't. No. Yeah, we do. I love the bomber. I I never play it, but I'm just waiting for my chance to. <laughs> where it's actually good. Well, to be fair, it looks great on a table. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It, almost like a vibrator on a stick. It's a beautiful ship on a, uh, on the table. But, almost? Uh, <laughs> I mean... I thought it was. Everything... It looks like know, a freaking submarine. I mean, come on. I mean, if you're brave enough. Sure. <laughs> I will. I will. Uh, uh, there will come a day. <laughs> You're and, gonna try it out. Yeah. Wouldn't it have been interesting though to have fireballs with Deadman Switch, where you know where everybody wants to be? Oh, that's true. Oh, uh, fireballs actually. I mean, fireballs. Come on. Uh, so a ship yeah. that can slam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Every turn. Yeah. Uh, remember that all the other traditional slammers, like the K-Wings and the Star Wings, uh, sorry, gunboats, they are not in Blackhawks. Yeah. That's right. 
So if you want to slam every turn, your option is the fireball. And slamming is really good if you just want to go places. Yep. Um, so, yeah, and then I actually think the whole sort of half point thing, that will work out pretty well for the kind of things the resistance have. I mean, you usually end up giving up a lot of points due to sort of half A-wings and half T-70s flying around. Sure. But, I mean, a T-70 is a hard thing to kill. But you can usually get half, right? Um, I mean, I, that doesn't really track, but you get what I'm saying, right? It is... Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of potential for just, you know, having a ship on, like, one or two hull and and the T-70 is very aggressively costed. Um, yeah. So, yeah. True. I think Resistance will be out of the I, box they... Uh, if they don't... Let's, again, under the assumption that they don't point balance too much unless it is, like, directly related to, you know, things that are directly affected. Uh, yeah. Then, then I think resistance could very well be the strongest faction out of the box. Yeah, they've got a lot of solid pieces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but resistance has always been like this weird faction. For like, it's been the secondary factions of rebel players that rebel players have used. If rebel has been bad, basically. But as soon as Rebel becomes good again, they drop drop into yeah. Rebels again. So I mean, sure. I, mean, I that, guess you could uh, throw that out there. Um, like, and, I mean, like you probably, said, Resistance has been kind of weird because it has been uh, either you're flying A-Wings or X-Wings or combos thereof, or you're mm-hmm. flying Ray and somebody to accompany her with. Mm-hmm. And of course, throwing a Transport or two. Oh yeah, the big transport that can one forward and one reverse. Yeah. yeah. Just keep doing that. Potentially still having oh. mods with the right jinxies. Oh, are you sure yep. they do that? Not the pods, the big ones, the couches. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um I mean so, they're yeah. both transports, but yeah, yeah. Um, so, next faction? Yeah, I mean, what was I going to say? I was going to say that I think Resistance has always, has, has historically been somewhat like what Republic is now. Like, you can build to A or near A uh, tier in in quite a few ways, but they haven't quite made the, made the top. But I think in the last few months... Uh-huh. Resistance have really made it. Uh, we saw Resistance win Sistaker Open. I think that is the first major Resistance win we've seen since I don't know how long in a large tournament. I mean, we have a we have a Resistance list in the second place in the trilogy tournament right now. Yeah, I heard that, but it I mean it's second place. Yeah, I know. And there's another one third place. I mean, I'm assuming Nobby flies resistance. I don't actually know what he flies. <laughs> I actually don't know. Let me check that out. Okay. While you do that, uh, it you pick uh, you pick a faction. 
Oh, alrighty then. Um, since I think the first order is kind of dull at the moment. Oh my god. I'm gonna just pick uh, Sis. The Steppy faction. The Steppy faction. And uh, number one, two, and three, uh, Struts. Yeah. And Struts and Struts. I really hope they do something about that with points. Oh, God. Whether it's like yeah. Beasley wants it or like I want it, I don't really care as long as the net effect is. Oh, wait. Struts Nobby... is more expensive. Nobby is flying. Nobby is flying Republic. Yeah, Nobby is flying Republic. He's flying Republic. And he's flying oh. Chopper Astromech, okay. He's flying three Jedi, uh, Delta P Jedis with the Luminara with Patience and Chopper. Oh, or God. C110. Shame on you, Navi. No. No, no, no. It's Republic A-Wings. It's fine. It's not a... Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's, <laughs> it's three Delta P Jedis and a Luminara. Patience and Chopper. No config on Lumi. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so how's, so. how's that different from uh, its Republic A-Wings? They don't have rear arc. True A-Wings don't need rear arcs. My father's A-Wings didn't have a rear arc. <laughs> Back in the day. Back in the day, um, we had to point the ship at things to shoot them. Yeah, anyway. imagine that. Wait, 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 wait. You're talking about 1.0. You didn't have to point a thing. You had 360 arcs there. Not in my A-Wings. No, I know that. But if you were flying A-Wings back then, you were flying something wrong. No. no you, were, you were at the bottom tables, at least. No, yes. not, not, not in Wave 14. I flew, uh, what was it called? Uh, uh, crack Dealers. That was broken as fuck. Everything was broken as fucking Wave 14. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was like, oh, I'm an I3A wing. I'm going to shoot. Oh, no, I missed. So, therefore, one of my friends gets a focus token. It's almost like hopeful, <laughs> but except of, oh, I'm sad that guy died. I get a focus. It's like, I'm sad that guy missed. I get a focus. <laughs> Recon specialist. I don't know. I mean, it, it it's a testament to how broken 1.0 was that that card was for a long time considered not worthy of play. Yeah. And the effect really was, if a guy that is sort of within range freeze misses, have a focus. <laughs> <It's just Yeah>. like... <laughs> we, we should play 1.0 sometimes. I am On so screen. game for that. On free yeah. stream. Just, just, for the, just for the fun of it. Just Jesus. for the memes. We'll have a, a, like a two or three round tournament. Oh, yeah. That might be too much. I would have to like go into my box oh, up in the attic and find my stuff. Oh God, I have to. That, we need to do it physically because we need to be very drunk at the same time, and I would need to carry two shadow casters to Iceland. I mean, I mean, does tabletop Keo win support 1.0 any longer no probably not we would have to fidget a lot of things i will force um, flipster to fix it it'll be fine <laughs> all right this is Vassal, a huge tangent my friend <laughs> oh, god i'm not gonna install that um so separatists 
who didn't exist in 1.0, which actually is points in 1.0's favor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sorry. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they lose nothing. Yeah. Uh, they, they have... Uh, they, yeah. have they have the struts, strut swarms. They have a lot of good ships. I mean, the Belbola has excellent uh, pilots. Droid fighters are just as good as like interceptors, if not better. Mm-hmm. No, they're not. Uh, uh, I don't know. Are you saying tri fighters are as good as interceptors? Yeah. No, they're they're more expensive and they're less good. I think or they're, they're less good. I think they're actually better in most ways, but they are too expensive though. Okay, what makes them better? Um, um, I don't know. Tough. I mean, they have better. They have better. They they can they can equip missiles. That is uh, potentially a good thing, but it's not a good thing if you're trying to do something with efficiency because you're not going to put missiles on them anyway. Uh, I could. They do have network calculations. They do have net, network calculations. Uh, and I mean, you have fear, fearsome predators. Yes. You have the uh, you have the the, the multi pip generics, uh, which are pretty good. I and agree. you have the, and you have the flax, which can dial peak. Eh, probably be banned. Yeah, no, probably not. Not pilots won't be banned. Who knows? And also, you guys are forgetting they have a config that gives them slam for the first three rounds. Yeah, I know. Oh, that would actually be pretty good in some control. Yeah. It might actually be pretty good in a lot of objectives. Yep. Huh. Good figured. And, uh, yeah, the, the fearsome predators are nasty. But, yeah. Uh, all right. So, going down the list, we've got also, of course, the fire spray chassis, which we know is an awesome chassis. We've got the HMP droid gunship. I mean, how would you like to just circle around the objective the entire time with a 180 arc and uh, things to go with it? Yeah. yeah. And effectively passive mods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, all the droids, uh, vultures and hyenas. And I haven't even started talking about the Nantex. You know, the triple action Nantexes, that's great, right? Um, and you can actually <laughs> tractor shit out of range one bubble. Bubble. Yeah. Oh, you oh, like that uh, objective? I I do too. So no. Yeah, just go away. But I don't want to. Do that. Also very expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Especially if you want to do but, that. Yeah. So, and then they got the big ship, the infiltrator. And they've shown up in niche lists. They're it's a big base. It's good. It's okay. I mean, yeah. is the Sith infiltrator good if you're not named Duncan Howard? Yeah, of course I mean, you're good. Yeah. Um, it's. I mean, it's, it's yeah. Maul's pilot ability is fantastic. Yeah, um, it is. I, I, I Dooku's pilot ability is absolutely bonkers broken. And the only reason you don't see him is because you can't fly Dooku pilot if you'd rather have Dooku crew, 
which is possibly the most broken crew in the entire game. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, all these options are viable. Yeah. They are. Um, and... Yeah, and then you have network calculations on top. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, what yeah. are they called? Independent calculations. Uh, yeah, which, if you build the network one. Which yeah, that's right. even means that even in scenarios where network calculation will not normally be your go-to, then you can do that instead. So I think they're good, and I think that the Vulture is undercosted. Uh, the HMP is undercosted, but uh, let's see. They will certainly be able to contest objectives even without accounting for the struts. Uh, so exactly, yeah. They are the they are the swamp faction. Um, and I think that will work out pretty well for them. Do you remember when we considered Empire the swamp faction? Yeah. That's a long time ago. I mean, honestly, if you were to rate all seven factions on their ability to build swarms, Mm -hmm. uh, then I would say Empire is better at swarming than Rebels. True. Uh, and but that's maybe just they're better Rebels at swarming. At it. Yeah. Maybe they're better than at swarming than Resistance, but I'm not sure. Probably not. Mm. But I mean, it's, it's like meh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Geesley, you have the last one. I do. It's the FO. Yes. Also, yes. swarming. Uh, yes. Um, FO is definitely gonna miss the Ewing. The what? I mean, the Ewing. The Absalom class shuttle. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Absalom class shuttle. Sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. It just looks like a yo. It's not so long. No, no, no. no. The bad way. Well, yeah, but mostly Tarzan, probably. But then again, yeah. um, I mean, with the Absalom class, um, they do have. Is it, is it like Thanison or something? That might be quite nice in objectives. Are we like talking the crew? No, I'm talking about ship. Oh, but like they don't. They, ship. they don't have the Absalom, so they don't have fans. No, I, that's what I'm saying. They're gonna miss it. Yeah, maybe they, they miss the Absalom. Yeah, Petty Officer Thanison might have been quite good in in, in objectives, okay, yeah. uh, bringing tractors. Stuff like that. Um, hey, Phasma crew is going to be pretty good in objectives. Yeah, I, w I was going to mention that. Oh, you oh. like being a range one with me? Uh, but who can bring her? Uh, the Psy shuttles. The Psy, yeah. yeah. I mean, and the Psy is not bad. It's um, not good either. I, I don't, I mean, mm -hmm. I don't see like Will something like Malaris Force, will they still work? They're certainly in the killing side of things and not the I will do objective side of things because yeah, it's just a range two bubble. 
and that is a bit too small for yeah you'd have to keep it pretty much at the center of the board to actually make it work for you if you want it work uh, to work for everybody then yeah and if he's at the center of the table he's dead <laughs> probably because everything is pointing at the center of the table all the time so yeah uh, but I mean they do have the silencer which is I mean for six health free agility uh, auto thruster ship it is pretty cost effective in, in the lower initiatives uh, and then I mean they probably have the best bomber in the game right mm-hmm. yeah pretty much It is. I mean, Phasma on Malorus, you're up to 49 points. Yeah, that is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, especially since the Epsilons are now 26 points. That means that means you can only field, what, five of them with him? Yeah. I thought it was still doable to do six. Oh, you can do six. You just can't mix the Phasma part of the equation. Yeah. But I mean, six FOs with Malorus, that's still seven ships. Or is it five FO and Malorus? It must be six. It's six and Malorus. Right? Six and Malorus. Yeah. That's, of course, that's, that's just the Malorus swarm. And you can add like nothing <laughs> no no but um, i mean that's still seven ships and yeah for sure and even if you sort of on occasion if you if your opponent decides to cleverly not joust you uh, that you have to split off some of them to go contest objectives and Malaris can't cover all of them mm-hmm. then i mean we're still looking at like free dice guns uh sorry uh, free agility uh Four health ships. Yeah, and the this Tie Fighter is the 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 chassis is incredible for for what it costs. You got the extra shield of the other ties. You got a better, way way better dial. Yeah. Better turnaround options. It's deceptively fast. I mean, uh, yeah. it's a good ship to kind of round everything out but i don't i'm not sure you want to build the six of them no but i mean you can also start playing with uh, sfs uh i mean if a-wings are good because they can shoot backwards while capturing objectives then sfs can do the same they just don't need to worry about which way their arc is pointing mm-hmm. yeah because if you don't put special forces gunner or something on them then you can just perma put it back yeah and if you still have a size shuttle, whether it's Malorus or Gideon around there, to sort of boost these shots a little bit, then I think you're in a pretty good place. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they don't have a lot of options for building. Um, and I think that's the biggest problem in the first order. That... <sighs> Yeah, you can have you can have Malaris, Phasma, and four Zeta squadrons. 
Yeah, but I mean, have, you, really, like, you have you have the, the FO, left. you have the FO, the SF, the Baron, and the Silencer, and then you can add Matters. Yeah, if you go with the Silencers, you're gonna have few ships. If you go with the <laughs> Baron, you're gonna have dead ships. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the first thing I would remove from that equation is the Baron, right? Just yeah. groups straight out. Um, the silencer, I think we have seen lately like some Malarus swarms like want a little bit more on Malarus, so they just take two FOs out and replace it with a silencer, gain a few points uh, so you can yeah. do something fun. They do have a few named ships here and there that are good, like Revis. Uh, I think Quick Draw is pretty attractive. Um, Uh, what's his face? Uh, backdraft. Oh, uh, backdraft could be good. Backdraft is very good value for money, and it could be very good. Like just naked backdraft is like a lot of value. Um, if you want to make something that just punches hard, then Lehus is actually surprisingly good. He needs the gunner mm -hmm. though, especially with Revis around. So. We haven't mentioned the Thai Whisperer. Oh, yeah. Are they just I just bad? pretended that didn't exist. No. Eh. Are they just bad? I also pretended the Fomper didn't exist. That's probably their best ship. Hmm. But I don't think the silencers are bad. I think they... I don't... No, I don't know. The Whisper, the, you mean? The Whisper. I think the Fumpers are surely better. The Whispers are weird. That's what they are. Yeah. Nobody knows what they, they're supposed to do. Although they do have a turret. I mean, mm. that's pretty decent. Although, it be it front back. But. Yeah. Are they the uh, A Wings of the FO faction? Um, no, I only have two agility. Sure. Well, to be fair, they have the jam action, which is basically like free, and that is quite good. Gotta say, it does require you to fly awfully close to your opponents, which you don't like to do. When you're a whisper. No, because you're fragile as fuck. Yeah. Um, and there are some caveats to their linked actions, which means that sometimes the combination of things you want to do with jam is not okay. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. I mean, maybe. But we have not seen a lot of them on the sort of on the top so i don't know especially the named ones we haven't seen no mm -hmm. we haven't seen the generics either so let's see um i thought they were undercosted when they came out i was clearly wrong so maybe they just need to go down points a little bit and then we can be sad about them i actually think the whisper is kind of 
the secret of that the first order players are kind of sitting on or not realizing there is i mean uh, i think people tend to just go for kylo when they want to run a whisper yeah but there's such there's there's so much going on in this ship that is bound to find its niche and i think it just hasn't found it yet no i can agree Tech slot, talent slot, missiles, config. You got linked up actions of the wazoo and a stat line not really that uh, worse than an X Wing. No, I think I think it's a trap to put too much into them. Oh, sure, but you have all the slots. If you have all the options. You, you can fit something in there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh, uh, we alluded to it, but we forgot it when we were there. So, uh, on the separatist side, if I can just make a brief comeback, then uh, I have to remind you all that we have things like the bombardment drone. Uh, uh. Yes, it is the bombardment drone. The bombardment drone, which is a triple pip uh, Huena bomber, is the only ship in black box, as far as I'm aware, that can take trajectory simulator. Okay. Okay. That's quite cool. right. So let's hope they ban trajectory simulator. <laughs> yeah, I Might wouldn't as well just want... ban it oh. proper. Okay. Uh, so, thank have... you for this. <laughs> I'm just ending on a worst note ever. Yeah. Okay, let's oh, move into shout-outs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, let's do shout-outs. Oh, God. You, you go first, Gisli. You killed it. Okay, uh, first shout-out. I want to shout-out uh, our local player, Kumi Viglunds. Uh, we played a game the other day. Well, uh, it was Tuesday. And uh, I'm basically... I have filth in my mouth after that game. It was like beyond bad. Um, I don't remember out-dicing a player like that before. It was like, ah. Uh, yeah. You don't want to win games like that. So... I, I Rematch! I demanded, I demanded a rematch. Let's basically say that um, he lost Holo in one round at range three to a four I1 TIE fighters. And Holo died still with his focus token on. Oh, God. That's bad. Yeah. Just to put this out there. And yeah. I lost half a TIE fighter against this holo uh, no uh, Kylo list. <laughs> oh, wow. I lost half that's, a TIE fighter. That's an achievement. Yeah. And also, I want to shout out to Louis Long. Louis Long, I mean, uh, for you people who haven't seen his tournament kit, the Mandalorian-themed tournament kit, 
Uh, I just got one here, uh, which I'm going to use here in Iceland. And it might be the coolest looking uh, smaller tournament kit I have ever seen for x ah, It's bonkers. It's so pretty. Very and nice. It has those Beskar, Beskar themed uh, charge tokens. And uh, the coins are very nice and just and also the helmet helmet tokens, it's just oh it's really good. So yeah. Yeah, maybe you wanna link it in the show notes or maybe the editor. Uh yeah, I'll try. I'll try. Yeah. No no promises, of course. No. All right, I'll go next then. I'm just going to go and say happy birthday, Paul Johnson. Oh, happy birthday. Sorry, I missed the obligatory Facebook post. Uh, I was not conscious at the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I think he still holds the title, right? The most wholesome person next week? Yeah, he absolutely does. All right. So happy birthday, buddy. And uh, then I'll shout out to Jesper. Okay. Uh, I'm going to shout out uh, Christian, my regular playing partner, who uh, came by yesterday. We had a good little uh, Republic on Republic action. Uh, nice. Sure Captain, I'm only devoted to one list at the moment, so I'm, obviously I played that. Uh, and he borrowed me a weaving because I only have two. And he just left it here. So I don't know. Maybe it's mine now. Who knows? Um, and uh, then I want to shout out Nobby, obviously. Uh, and then uh, I think we should all uh, shout out uh, Stefan's date. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> True. I mean, who, she, she got him drunk, but was still responsible enough to, to bring him back. He could do his duty. Yeah. She dragged him away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is perfect date material yeah. right there. Yeah, right? Right. I'm. I have no idea what what he did with her while he was podcasting, but you know, we have no idea what was happening. We are so glad there's not a video feed. It's great, uh, but I mean, that sounds like misright to me. Yep, absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. Yep. So. Let's wrap it up. Let's do that. Goodbye. 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 Bye. 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 Bye.